Welcome to another Venue Solutions Podcast. It's podcast number 22, April 13th, 2015. How was that for an intro, Will? That's, That's great. take three. I like See, I like that. Always, the third one's always the best way. It is, it. isn't it? Okay. Well, we've got a lot of good news for you today. My name is Matt. I'm William. I'm Josh. And I'm Philip. And I'm Matt. Wait, I already said that. You already said your, yeah. I think, I think, Will, you should be Will Power today. I should. Channel your inner yes. indie driver. I'm going to get a speed ticket on the way home. Good so thing I have a radar detector. Stick around. We're going to be talking about Indy. The uh, the Grand Prix was in New Orleans this past weekend. We'll talk about that a little bit. And we were both there. We were. Yeah. Rocking and rolling. We were the reason for the season that some of those guys won. Mm. Good luck, I think. Right? Mm-hmm. The podcast guys from Venue? Mm-hmm. Bringing good luck to all the drivers? Mm-hmm. This is terrible. Definitely. <laughs> anyway, all right, yeah. check this out, guys. I, I, we were talking about this, you and me, Josh, earlier this afternoon. Uh, not a tech thing, but definitely a life hack thing, okay? So, always a good topic, right? Very Making awesome. your own laundry detergent. I don't know about you, but uh, my experience in my household is, or has been, some of these laundry detergents start to kind of cling to your clothes, you know, some of the odors that they, like the perfumes and stuff that they inject in them, like Tide and Gain and that kind of thing. So my wife and I started researching this, okay? Again, this is a life hack bit brought to you by Matt Wallace. Um, We started researching this a little bit. The chemicals that actually do that really do bind to your clothes, okay? And they don't. They actually prevent the dirt to be sucked out and washed out of your clothes over time. So things like your undershirts, which I have on right here, see, um, will, you know, not really get clean. They smell kind of clean, but after time they don't. Okay, so anyway, that put us on this whole research path to try to figure out what actually pulls stuff from the thread. Okay, this is technology, man. You're giving me the stink no, eye. No, I think I'm giving. I'm listening. I'm in. Okay. Cap, I'm enthralled. By okay, this. okay. Matt, right. please let me finish my story. Although I do like the way Tide smells. It smells great. But it smells great. But what if it didn't smell like anything? What if? What if you could drop your prices for your detergent by what ninety? Oh, ninety. Ninety-five percent. Ninety-five percent. And so then there's like a dollar to make. And then there's that. Okay, so Whoa, here we go. I'm interested. We we went on this whole path of like the nature, supernatural awesomeness way, the hippie way. Okay, where you buy Charlie's soap, which is like fifteen bucks for a thing of detergent. All right, that's not cheap necessarily. We used it, but it's all natural and it's got the very basic ingredients, and it was awesome. Like her clothes were smelling good in that they didn't smell like they used to. I can right? vouch. I can vouch for that. Okay. So mm. we wanted to take it a step further. All right. So if this natural thing is working, what if, what if, what does it take to make our own, right? If they can make it, we can make it ourselves. So we did a little research. Can I buy Wallace detergent? <laughs> <laughs> if you go to wallacedetergent.org, you'll find that, no, you will not find anything on wallacedetergent.org. Um, so we found a recipe for making our own detergent, and I feel confident in this, okay? So I can tell you and present to you, because we've been using it now for several weeks, and it is great. Um, what it does is you're combining three ingredients. That is it. That is it, 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 and it is pretty great. So first up is borax. We're checking out wallacedetergent.com, and it is available. All right. Great. Let's make sure to register, register that. that. Don't do that. Okay, anyway, back to my recipe, okay? Here we go. Three ingredients. Borax, washing soda. Okay, that sounds real weird, I know. 
Just hang in there. And then, last but not least, even weirder, Fels Naptha. Okay. What the hell is that? Exactly. Yeah, is, exactly. That? Now we're going to post a, uh, a little link out there for you guys so you can see all this. Fels Naptha is a bar of soap, basically, and it's in the laundry aisle of your local grocer. It's a bar of soap about yay big, about the size of, a little bit bigger than a normal bar of soap. What it's used for is laundry, like stains and stuff like that. Okay, so people rub it on a stain on their shirt, go and wash their clothes, and it takes a stain out. Well, you get a whole bar of that, a cup of borax, and a cup of washing soda, which is also, both of those are in the laundry aisle, kind of in the same section, the hippie section of laundry at Walmart, uh, where all the Tree huggers like myself will be buying our laundry supplies. Um, so get this. Like a box of borax is just a couple bucks. And a box of baking soda is just, a, I mean, baking, yeah, washing soda, excuse me, is just a couple bucks. Fell's naphtha is a dollar, okay? So is this washing soda a powder? Yes, it is. Okay, it's, so this is making like a powder. How about that? Of- so uh, Josh just found on Amazon a kit you can buy of make-your-own detergent. So you take how about it? You take the uh, the bar of soap, you grate it with like a cheese grater. Mm-hmm. It takes like five seconds, and you throw all these ingredients in your blender, not your blender, your food processor. <laughs> all done, and you got your detergent. All right, so I love you, but this sounds like a lot of work. It's well, like fifteen. No, it's like fifteen loads of detergent, if not more, because we got a big washer because mm-hmm. we have kids, right? And it's nothing. I mean, it's like two bucks. If that, okay? Hmm. So dirt cheap, and it actually works better. Hmm. How about that? Huh? I will give it a try this hmm. week because I have to go do grocery shopping this week. And I will try your experiment. Maybe so I'll bring you I, some. I will, I, will, I will drop my you know, preconception of this, and I'll actually go try it. So you can I will a- come to work tomorrow, well, day after tomorrow, <laughs> smelling minty fresh. Or maybe not minty, but just fresh. Yeah, you smell fresh, exactly. You can get the kit on Amazon uh, if you just... Search for washing soda on Amazon. Uh-huh. And the, how much uh, is it? All in. $26.11. How is that possible? See, I can get is a, it a lot, lot, though. That's so get... for 20 uh, Mule Team Natural Laundry Booster. There you go. Okay. 20 76 bars. ounce box of borax and 55 ounce of washing soda. Yeah. Wow. See, I think I can get time. Okay. So this is, so yeah. So the kit is, um, what, seventeen forty nine. And let's just search for Tide. Not that Amazon dash button for Tide is looking mighty handy right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can get. Well, um, can eight, you get a dash button? 18 that bucks. Kit? Look at that. <laughs> 18 <laughs> bucks. I don't have to do anything. Well, I got these little squishy things I put in my. That's only 77 loads, though, okay? What we're talking about here is like a lot more. That's like 200 plus loads. It's three bars of the uh, naphtha. Yeah, but then I gotta it's go mine. Walmart, I gotta go. Though. I gotta go mine for detergent now. I gotta go whip up, you know, like a meth well, lab, like a meth lab for look, detergent. I will give you that. I will give you that. Absolutely. Um, what is it? Something about hard work not gained. Of uh, so, there's some little maximum. There's about a detergent that, right? name gain too. It's oh, pretty good. Is, and it yeah. smells delicious. Anyway, delicious? just thought I'd I just thought I'd share that okay. with you. Okay. I, I'm I'm in for it. I'll we, try we're it out. we're I'm... making our own firewalls. How about you make your own detergent, right? Yeah, like we said before, you know, it seems like the IT crowd is, you know, a kind of DIY yeah. kind of crowd. So that's exactly. a good good life hack. I there you like go. It. I like it. Thank you, Phil. Yeah. All right. I'm excited to try it. There you go. Yeah. See? Will, stop rolling your eyes over <laughs> I, there. I, I'm not. You, this is theater for the mind. Did I roll my eyes? Maybe. Maybe not. No, I don't know. <laughs> yes. I will try it. I will try it. So LG, did they have a whoops this week? A whoops moment, or was this 
purposeful. They leaked their new phone. Purposeful. Yeah. I don't think anything's on accident anymore. Look at that beautiful marketing shot. It is nice. It has a leather case that is quite fine. Josh, talk us through this. Oh, um, yeah. So uh, it's got a leather case. It's the uh, new LG G4. Um, They were supposed to unveil it on April 28th, but it leaked early. Leaked, quote, unquote. unquote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what's really cool about it is it has a removable battery as well as a micro SD slot, which you've seen kind of phone manufacturers kind of go away from. Yeah. Um, and It's a throwback. Yeah. Well, and I don't know about you guys, but normally when I, when I get a phone, when it gets around the one and a half year mark, the battery starts to die. Really with the iPhones. Yeah, no doubt. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot stink eye. The iPhones really, really, uh, the battery just wears. And it'd be really cool if it was removable, we could replace can I, it. Can I turn his that volume be, off? Uh, what is he, mic number I'll two? Just, I'll number just three. pick it up. So I, I think that <laughs> actually <laughs> that actually makes sense because the iPhone has a smaller milliamp-hour battery pack. So if it wore, you'd notice the effect more. Yeah. Because yeah. I've, I've had both the uh, the Androids and the iPhones, and, and I've just found, in general, for all cell phones, that to be an issue, and I'm just not sure why more manufacturers won't let you swap batteries. Well, they're able to save on space by integrating it, right, right. in yeah. the actual build itself. Yeah. So it's all, like, you know, but, etched in there. But then if you did that, what would happen to the people who are making external battery packs for phones? You're going to take food out of their mouth if they get these batteries. You can just change like that. What happens to the Mophie? They can start making people? internal batteries. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. I will say I was at, I was on the road most of the weekend. And um, pun intended. Yeah, pun intended. I had to charge my battery several times. Really? Now, now I'm doing some crazy stuff with location tracking. I have this application called yeah. Moves that tracks where I go, and that way I can remember, you know, where I was <laughs> during the weekend. Kind of like I've got, like, you know, getting old. Kind of mind goes, <laughs> but it'll tell you where you go, how long you were in a certain area, and this type of thing. And it drains the battery like crazy. So yeah, yeah. being able to not have to fiddle around with having connected to a battery pack to having a battery you can just pop off and pop on that would be, be kind of nice awesome yeah. and i'm an iphone look i'm an iphone person but uh, uh that's it a, would be nice that's a huge draw for this this particular phone i yeah. think Matt, but it looks pretty are you a ca- you're a camera guy right or yep. is that a good camera i don't one eight yeah absolutely yeah, f18 right. yep mm-hmm. okay i broke one of my lenses this weekend my tamron Sorry 18 to, to 7 18 to 270 was it worth it at least because sometimes um, when stuff breaks it's like well couple, you know i, I was couple, on the grand game, i got a so. couple of, i got a couple of good shots that on saturday that one was just awesome yeah but what happened is is the uh when I, the little ring that i used to pull in off you know so zoom it went crunch i think there were some gears Ooh. and it locked up and i like did everything i shook it i tried to do whatever to make it loose and i pushed it a little harder than i should have and it went and now it you can't extend it. Sorry it still works. Yeah. Meaning I can pull it out and shove it in and, and, and kind of do that. And then the autofocus still works. But I don't know if I should try and see if I can get it fixed or is it just done. No, you should. They'll fix it. Absolutely. Really? We've had two Canon 50s go on us recently. Mm-hmm. And they will absolutely fix them. Yeah. yeah. It's this worth is a, it, this is an cool. old This is an old lens. And really, I do want to maybe get another camera uh, eventually. And, you know, that's mirrorless. Now is, is the time, nice. well, now is the time for me to either do mirrorless or do Canon or Nikon. Um, the reason why I want to get a lens or, or another camera kit is because having the ability to zoom 
200 millimeters is nice. I got photos I could not get with anything else. So yeah. Anyway, things breaking is the perfect way to get new things. <laughs> I found that Funny out. Funny you say that. Yes, they are. <laughs> A wise man once said. Oh man, I love that. That's funny. Well, okay. So this next topic, I don't even know what it means. BitTorrent. What the hey? BitTorrent's Project Maelstrom. So BitTorrent is the um, peer-to-peer streaming network. Is this for hackers? E- everything knows. Everybody knows what BitTorrent Everybody knows is. What if BitTorrent you're listening is. to this, you probably you, know what BitTorrent is. You know what BitTorrent is, right, man? I'm just kidding. Yeah, okay, yes. good. That's good. Um, it anyway. just has this dark cloud over it, okay? They really, like, even yeah. the name, yeah. BitTorrent, sounds like a storm. It really does. <laughs> But they've been trying to be, I guess, more legitimate recently, um, and they are um, one step closer to releasing their uh, new web browser. It just went into beta. It's called Project Maelstrom. Um, And I wanted to get Phil and Will's thoughts on this, being tech guys. Um, Is this something that you guys would give a shot? Would you guys use it? I don't don't think I would. I, I don't. I don't like the idea of hosting other people's websites, basically, mainly because I don't know what their websites are. I don't know what I'm hosting on my computer. I mean, what if it's something illegal? I mean, is that going to come back to me? Probably. So, yeah. no. So, let's rewind it real quick. So what is the concept here? They're crowdsourcing website hosting, basically, is what they're doing, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. So, and it, did it did it say whether or not you could choose what sites, only the sites you visit get hosted or I, th- I think mm. you'd probably have to put your site now I, I, I don't I don't know for sure but I think that you'd probably have to put your site into the system like mm. I've mm-hmm. heard I don't I haven't used BitTorrent in years but I've heard that like with newer clients I, Will's weak, winking at me I really I really haven't uh, <laughs> Game, I've heard, of th- Game of Thrones <laughs> <laughs> I've heard with new I heard with newer uh, BitTorrent clients like you can play videos as you're downloading them I, I imagine this works very similarly like you just Oh, here's here's the website file. Let me just open the file in my BitTorrent client, and mm-hmm. it's the website. You know, it just renders the the website files. Yeah. So it, I mean, that's cool. It's really cool, but I, I think their whole pitch is to try to keep a neutral internet, keep it crowd funded, crowd based, owned by the people, as it were. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't. This might be good. This is kind of like what's that thing that people would use by the people a while the back people. to like go search for aliens. What? Uh, Et type shit. Oh, stuff. folding. <laughs> Wait, no, Beep. you're not talking about folding. No, no, no. Where well, you go, um, you go do it's like completely. Uh, you search for extraterrestrial life uh, and you use your computer. Oh, SETI. SETI. It's yeah. kind of like the SETI thing. Okay, we're gonna distributed something. It's the same thing with this. I mean, I don't want to host people's websites. I don't want people visiting my local computer to go look up some websites. If it's my own site or something like that, maybe, okay, that'd be interesting. But really, web servers need to run on, you know, websites need to run on web servers. Uh, I think this might be an interesting experiment, but, you know, I don't know. I don't think I'd be involved yeah. with this. Interesting experiment. I don't know about using this for anything, like, serious or... We'll see. Know. I mean, you know, this could be the next, you know... I mean, thing, but I don't think so. If this didn't require like an underlying uh, internet architecture already, it might be something. But I mean, you still have to be on the internet. I mean, your ISP could still shape the traffic or whatever, and and you know, 
But you have to use their it's their Degraded. browser. It's their browser. So you're using their browser and I guess when you launch the browser the web servers power up and then they start participating in the peer to peer network. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think it'd be a good experiment. I mean, this is something that we'll we'll play with when it comes out. Is it out yet? Yeah, or is it... you can download the beta now, I believe. Open hmm. beta. Hmm. Would you guys be willing to try it? Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> that guy looks pretty happy, though. Trying he does. it. He does look very There's happy. He's got a picture it. using an Acer. Web servers belong in data centers like... The venue data center. <laughs> venue Not running around on some centers. laptop at someone's, you know, at someone's house. Yeah. Data centers. This is why we this is why we have data centers. Well, it's always good to bring super cutting edge stuff though to the conversation, you know? Because this is the stuff that is innovative, way out on the front end, way out on the bleeding edge. On it's the bleeding edge of the bleeding edge. The fringe, if you Let will. Let me how you say that because that rolls us into our next topic. Speaking of innovative breaking on the edge, we have the Apple Watch. Open discussion. <laughs> <laughs> they somehow, despite themselves, sold a million of these things last week. I cannot believe that. Yeah, I can. That just blows my mind. <laughs> I think they yeah. did it. In, they did what in two days would Google try to do? And like, I don't think they released a re- four years yet. No, no this, this is just people. No, but they're they, awesome. They say they say estimated one million, but mm-hmm. some people are saying it could be you know two million, fifty. Oh, it oh, could be two million. Two I million. mean, yeah. People are craving a new Apple product. I mean, they mm-hmm. really are. People are craving that new, innovative, you know, yeah, thing. And I just don't know if this is it. So did did you guys read the Verge review on the Apple Watch? I did. I watched. Not. I read the review and I watched the video. Okay, I read most of the review. Um, so a lot of people were accusing Neilai Patel of trying mm-hmm. to seem like the anti fanboy because yeah. the Verge gets a lot of flack of being like in Apple's pocket or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And a lot of people said, you know, this review sounds like he's trying really hard to make it seem like they're not in Apple's pocket. And I kind of agree, but I kind of don't. I mean, I think he was pretty fair in a lot of places, but there was also times where he said, like, I felt ridiculous wearing the Milanese loop, so I didn't put it on. But then on his other arm, you can see a picture. He had this, like, ridiculous-looking spiky bracelet. And I'm sorry, listeners, if you wear spiky bracelets, but, I mean, you can't say— That's like in high school you wore that. Yeah, When I was in my Motley Crue phase, I had a spiky bracelet. Yeah, I mean, you can't say a Milanese loop looks ridiculous. Let's not— Hate on any people that wear spiky bracelets, okay? <laughs> like the core of our audience, right? Exactly. There. You can go home and wear. I, I had. I it's had like a, this, but you can't say that about something you wear in your arm on, you know, in one sentence and yeah, the next yeah. sentence, you know, oh, I, I'm going to put on my spiky bracelet. In high you school, can't. I had a spiky bracelet that was actually a watch band that I had my Timex calculator watch in. Now that was cool. Anyway, <laughs> so so yeah, I, so I read, so I listened to the video, and I, you know. I actually talked to someone who went and did a trying a trying on Brian? thing, Brian. Yeah, and he said he liked it. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, this is cool." It, it, it you know, it, but the money, the cost of the damn thing is, yep. God, the one that you want is the middle one. It's the uh, Apple Watch. Yeah, um, that's it. Apple Watch. That's what it's called. Yeah, what's the gold one called? That Edition. Was okay, so you want the Apple Watch, the stainless one, right? Because he says. The aluminum really feels kind of cheapy. It's real light, and it's that soft aluminum, so it's probably gonna uh, dent really easy. I.e., some MacBooks, you know, some of the other that that type of uh, aluminum Never tends had that to dent. With my yeah, I, I, when you drop them, 
Well, don't <laughs> but, drop anyway. it. <laughs> but you know, a, a, a watch is going to be you know more yeah, yeah. more 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 day to day use. He said that the aluminum one actually scratched, looked like it scratched more. In the the one they had in the store was like scratched up really bad. Um, and then they had a gold one, but it was like a fake gold one. It was plated just so to have one in the store to look at. Um, wow, I didn't know they were doing that. He, That's interesting. Brian said that the Melanese band was beautiful. He was yeah. like, man, I really like this Melanese band. That's one I would like to get. That's like my watch. Um, it's similar to your watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I'm actually going to go this afternoon and go do a try-on session. Don't you have to? Did you schedule that? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, guys. That was my Android Wear watch vibrating into my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So I don't know. I, you know, coincidence. I, I don't think it's. You know, I don't think it's revolutionary. I don't know if it's the best smartwatch in the market. I don't know if it's the best fitness tracker in the market. Um, it it seems uh, it seems weird in a time where phones are getting larger for larger screen space. Mm-hmm. To give you that larger experience, to get a, a better visual, that people will now all of a sudden start looking at their watches. That just yeah. seems weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems kind of c- complete opposite. It's got to do something that a watch doesn't, right? Yeah. Because so I, I used like to lasers. I quit used to wearing watch. I quit wearing watches. Why does it have a laser? It needs to have a laser or something <laughs> like that. Doesn't it have like lasers that shoot something down that sh- into it, it your does. arm yeah, and no, check your true. heartbeat? Yeah, that's like a laser, right? Yeah. But you know, before know, know. before the smartwatches started taking off, I had fitness bands and mm-hmm. I had like the Flex, I had the 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 Fitbits, I had the Jawbone Ups, I had a, another one. I don't have that one. And um, I didn't wear a watch because I had one of these. And then when smartwatches came out, I'm like, okay, smartwatches kind of do pedometer stuff. Now I've got a nice display. This is really kind of cool. Um, but before that, I really didn't need a watch. I just picked up my phone and I wanted to see what time it was. Yeah. Uh, now I'm actually kind of going back to watches where I do like looking at the time and then some basic data about what's going on outside and things in the world. Um, but seven ninety nine for the... Apple Watch. My the first Apple car Watch with, was seven ninety nine with the Melanie's mm-hmm. band. Of course, that was a while ago. But <laughs> but then again, yeah. but then again, hey, you know, you go look at nice watches, and seven ninety nine really is actually pretty damn cheap. Yeah, but, but if you can't compare. No, you can't you compare. Really can't compare. I mean, when you pay for a nice watch, you're paying for the craftsmanship, and you're for paying something for the craftsmanship, that, and you're yeah. also paying for something that will last a, a lifetime. Time. Luckily, hopefully, yeah, mm-hmm. where this is absolute in a year. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know so. Yeah. I think despite the negative things that Neil I. Patel did say, I think he also said that it's the best smartwatch on the market, right? He did say that, yeah. yeah. And so I think a different, uh, like the people were given the Verge crap about the Moto 360 scored higher on their reviews, but it was a different reviewer that had done that. And I don't, I don't know. I really like the, the features of the Apple Watch. I just hate how it looks and the price point. One good thing that released last week is there's gonna there's talk about Android Wear, Google Wear, being able to work on Apple Watch on Apple phones. So there may be a um, an application from Google that you install on your Apple phone, your iOS device, and you can pair and get functionality out of yep. Google Wear devices. I'm so, looking forward to that because I, I would switch phones every once in a while. I am very looking forward to that because that's a nice watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian's uh, Asus Zen watch, really nice. Um, I think this one actually does a little bit has a little bit more feature sets in it. I don't know mm-hmm. if Brian's does uh, heart rate monitoring. I think Brian's is. Brian's doesn't, but I think his is uh, technically better. 
Yeah, really. I just I don't like square, and that one's too big for me. Yeah. So anyway, so you know, I'm gonna go look. I'm gonna go look tonight. Tonight, I'm gonna. The sound of an indie uh, car. Did you hear it? It's still racing through my mind. I didn't hear it. No. Oh, I heard it. I missed it. So willpower. You and I went to the indie. We did Grand Prix this weekend. Fantastic. All right. So let me let me frame this up for folks. Okay. This was this past weekend, the weekend of April 10th through the 12th, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, was the inaugural year of NOLA Motorsports Park Grand Prix. So they're part of the Indy Series now. And uh, it was certainly, you, you could tell it was, there was, it was kind of experimental for them a little bit. They signed up for three years of hosting it. Um, so they will be back next year. And uh, Will and I both scored passes and tickets to be able to go i don't know i i was blown away at how cool it was i'm not a nascar fan i i could absolutely get into it i love fast cars i mean who mm-hmm. doesn't um and josh josh you don't like fast cars i love fast cars okay 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 <laughs> he also like he also doesn't like tracy chapman <laughs> what does that have to do with fast, fast car oh yeah. the song. okay thank you yeah, okay. all right duh slow sorry <laughs> over your head oh <laughs> that was awesome well played okay so i get these passes and it's raining it's a terrible weekend it was super a crappy weekend to be outside and i'm thinking you know i could take it or leave it i could just stay home just gonna hang out shoot no i went brought my daughter it was a blast it was a fantastic weekend, and, and uh, you know, I went Saturday. I went Saturday. I went with my buddy Serge. Serge is, uh, works over at LSU, and he he hooked me up with some passes and some pit and garage things. And um, the weather was terrible. It was bad Saturday. Yeah, it wasn't terrible Saturday, but we did get rained on and everything. Um, we went to the we went and picked up all our gear. At the little welcome site, yep, and then parked, and then spent the day there yep. walking around. We actually were able to see the um, Porsche GT3 race, oh, which cool. was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were able to walk around because there was actually a few. There was, I think, a, a little less people on Saturday, so we, we were able to get into some other areas sure. and things. And then Sunday is where they actually did the, the actual race. So if Saturday was qualifying and something else. The, yes, the GT3 races and the Mazda qualifying as well. Yeah. But so with Indy, there's also two other circuits that follow them around, two other series. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that, I mean, there's a lot going on all the time while you're there, yeah. basically. Um, and then Sunday was the race and access to the garages in the pit and everything else. And that was, I've never, that was, to be able to get so close to some of these things was incredible. I mean, I've seen formula one on television i've seen indy on television i've seen nascar on television okay that's great but to actually be standing with the guys changing the tires and to be that close it's amazing the teamwork those guys do to get things off the line i mean it's it's really it's awesome how fast do those cars go so maximum speed is 220 miles per hour Whoa. They actually draw, They actually will go it's a faster little than faster formula. than Formula. Yeah. Wow! Uh, the fastest car on the that, that drove on this weekend's was 185. Okay, that was down maximum the straight speed down the straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, cool. I don't know what car that was or what driver, but Montoya, um, probably. they had to be. Yeah, they, was it the one know, that won. Actually, no, no. Uh, no. Um, but yeah, the, the track was 2.74 miles or 2.47 miles. Yeah. And uh, these guys finish it in like 
one minute 30 seconds yeah you know so. so these cars are costing upwards of four million dollars you know a lot of carbon fiber they don't weigh 1500 pounds which is hard to believe because they're longer than a normal size car um a lot of carbon the wheels don't weigh anything it's just the technology that goes into these cars is wow. absolutely fascinating so we were talking earlier what differentiates indy versus the um the formula cars Indy has a single manufacturer that makes the car, okay? And so the teams go and they they customize things. They customize the aero kits, which are the wings on the front and the back, um, do what they can to lighten the load and all that. And it's just awesome. When they pull into the pit, I couldn't believe this. This was a cool kind of feature when they're they're pulling in they're going i don't know 45 miles an hour or so right yeah and they they just the guys in the pit have everything set up they've got the wheels the new tires where they need to be they got the jack ready to go you know and he pulls in going 45 and just swoops in and stops immediately like when i'm driving i'm like a you know these guys they're done they stopped i'm like how in the heck can you do that? Not only can that car do that, but you physically just come to immediate stop like that. I couldn't believe it. They 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 change all four tires, add fuel and water to the car in seven seconds. The wow. car in front of us did it in five. Wow. The orange car. Yeah. That was some teamwork. Oh y'all. Wow. It was amazing. Yeah. I mean, uh, it was and just to, but to be in there and be actually the, the hear the sounds. Yeah, you were down the in the rumb- pit. To hear the rumbling in your chest when these cars take off is like, oh my god, that's something I'm. That's a it's an addictive feeling. Yep, dangerously so. Like you want one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want to drive. Now, we need to go do the carts. Yeah, I want to do the carts, and really they cool. can actually take you can actually take your car on. They, I think they have certain days mm-hmm. that they let you either rent the cars that they have in their garage. Or you can take your own car and take it on the lot, take it on the road. Bring my the, truck um, out there. I'm bring my Camry. Dude, no, but yeah. Yeah. actually, actually, you say that and you joke about your truck. I would pay money just to go around the track once. Oh yeah. Even if I didn't speed, even Absolutely. if it was like sixty miles an hour, just yep. to get the feeling of being. Hey, this is what these indie car drivers mm-hmm. do. Yep. Um, you know, yeah, that's that's incredible. The, yeah, the, there's actually a speed limit in the pit lane, so they the, the, they actually have a fifty mile per hour um, governor on the cars. So when they pull in the pit lane. They have to hit a button that actually down downshifts their car to fifty miles per hour. It's basically like it's a governor. When they get into the pit, they they, they have to had to flip yeah. a button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when they get out of the pit, they flip another button. It turns Releases it off. It. And they can sit there revving and going fifty miles an hour. Then hit the button and that's how they do off. that. Okay. Uh, yeah, because they shoot out like a rocket. Yeah. So when we were when we were in the garage before the actual race took off, we were talking to the pit master. And he actually showed us all the parts of the car. He like, here, let me show you what this is, this, and this is. And but he spent time showing us the um, the uh, the wheel and like all what all the buttons do and the telemetry. And oh, yeah. they have so many sensors in these cars, even in the helmet, mm-hmm. to know how much g-force the driver's taking on his head, how much water he's taking in, because there's actually a tube that runs it through their helmet so they can drink. There's actually a drink button on the steering wheel. No way. How about yeah. that? Wow. And. Uh, just amazing, you know the technology that goes well, into this. Because they're awesome. exposed to the elements, so I guess they yeah. they need to hydrate, don't they? Yeah, going 100 plus miles an hour. It's so neat. Well, so anyway, the point of bringing this up not only was it cool, but it's it's a really great experience. Very family friendly. Everybody was really nice, you know. Very different than like a pro football game or LSU game or whatever else. Um, just a just a good environment. I just. I yeah, really I felt blown really away. Good. I felt really good about it. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Um, 
So definitely try yeah. to make it next year. I hope that they yeah. Will they do it every year or is it going to be? They signed a contract for three years, and at that point they're going to reevaluate and see if they want to keep doing it. Yeah. The only thing is, I think the weather, the yeah. weather messed them up because. You know, they, there were several wrecks. Yep. In in the uh, that last during one was the race. pretty bad. Well, that's the one that uh, Sebastian, uh, the driver that was attached to the Pelotronics, um hydro uh, hydroxy cut thing, he smashed into it. DH. Yep. It was like a three car pileup. Yep. And uh, his car got totaled. Yep. You know. So that was cool. I highly recommend it. If you get a chance and you're in another city, they travel the country. So I, uh, you know, if you pick up a ticket to go sit in the grandstands to check it out, you should do it. Definitely take him up on it. As a fan of Speed Racer, did those cars have buttons on the steering wheel to make the car jump or to cut down trees with little <laughs> saws that they, came out of the side? Yes, they had lasers and wow. saws. And uh, yeah, they actually have like cam- they have cameras in the car that are controlled by telemetry back in the pit. So as the as the as the guys driving, they're actually looking at a camera. They can swivel the camera around and look who's behind them, and then they advise the driver, you know, someone's coming up behind you, do this, do that. So it's it's incredible. It's that's, such a team that's pretty thing. pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. all so if you go to so if you went there and you it's notice all these Wi-Fi, you saw mm-hmm. like satellites yeah. and Wi-Fi yeah, things that. all over the place. Uh, that's not for us. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually all related to traffic data, not traffic data. It's all related to car data, telemetry, sure. and this type of thing. Yeah. 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 It's fascinating. So, ton of technology. I think, I think the closer we get to next year's, we should probably bring it back up as another topic and actually do a little deep dive into what exactly they're doing under the hood of yep. those cars. Absolutely. Fun to talk about. Yep. So, privacy, privacy. A couple weeks ago, we were talking about privacy and the uh, the future of our personal privacy. Phil, you want to kick us off? Do I? <laughs> sure. Please kick us off, yeah. Phil. Oh, I think we had a really good we had a really good discussion. We went out for lunch and we had a really good discussion about the the things that we're concerned about on the internet and the way that we put our personal information out there and not just our own, but those of us that have kids and not only what we put out for them, but what they put out for themselves, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah. I mean, I think that's what got me started on this topic. Um, I think Josh had said something really interesting about that Facebook scrapbook. Yeah, so <clears throat> I noticed um, a couple weeks ago that Facebook uh, created a new feature called Scrapbook that allows you to tag your children and in pictures, and when, you're, when you tag them, it actually goes into your scrapbook. Now, the child, technically, cannot have a Facebook account until they're 13. So all of these pictures would be saved with them, saved for them, in this scrapbook until they turn 13, at which point you could take those pictures and transfer them to the, to the child. The thing about it is, is the actual scrapbook does not have any privacy settings. So each – the Facebook, I guess, help um, says each picture has its own privacy settings, but because – we're tagging our child. Does that mean we're also tagging the mother and the father? Right. Can all the friends see it? And uh, yeah, I'll have to get with you guys to find out because well, there's, there's no real. There's so many things that are crossing each yeah. other. You know, they're crossing streams at all these different junctures. You know, when we when we make a post on the Facebook on, on the Facebook on the venue Facebook page, <laughs> it actually used to be the Facebook. Yes, I remember. Thank that. goodness that, it that's evolved. when I joined. Oh, really? It was called the Facebook. Yep. Sign up to the Facebook. Um, 
But you, when you tag somebody, it actually like opens it up and it starts to be yeah. shared to a bunch of people that wouldn't necessarily normally see it. So there's a lot of weird little little ways, workarounds, I guess, over this well, privacy thing, and, right? And the thing about Facebook is at least Facebook has the capability to show you kind of the behind the scenes, stuff like Instagram or Snapchat. Uh, a lot of those things claim to be private, but you don't really have those settings that you can go look and dig into and see. So who's seeing my Instagram posts? I don't know. Who's seeing my Snapchats? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Who's saving them? Instagram's know. just out there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but, that, but that's kind of what it's meant to be. It is. Sure, mm-hmm. absolutely. Absolutely. But the the grand scheme, right, years and years and years and years of your posts, years and years and years of your pictures just out there. That's where it gets a little. I mean, oh. you you put it out there, so you assume that you these people that do this, like us, we know what we're doing when we do that. Mm-hmm. But maybe we don't, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes collective. it even trips us up. I mean, yeah, yeah. Those settings can be so buried into other settings that they can just be really hard to find. Yeah. I don't put anything online that I don't want anybody to see, and you know, things I don't put online, I don't put online, and I don't really <laughs> worry about privacy. I just, you know. Do it from there. I don't know. I'm not as worried about it as, as yeah. I mean, I guess we should be, and you know, I shouldn't say that we shouldn't be worried about privacy, but um, things like social media sites, mm-hmm. I just treat it all as they actually. I don't care what they do you were the one that convinced me to uh, make my Twitter public because my Twitter yeah. used to be private. Yeah, why would you make a Twitter site that's private? I don't know. I, I just I just felt like I didn't want everyone to see what I had to post, and then I talked to you about it, and I was like, you know what? I guess I mean I don't really post anything that that I can't put out in the public, so I just I just opened it yeah. up. Yeah, there's 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 you know in the in this world, there's always going to be something that could give us problems, that could cause us, you know, uh, whatever it is. And social media could be a negative thing, but mm-hmm. in general, social media is has more positive connotations and things that go on than negative. Yeah. You know, it's just like, yep. you know. Yeah, I mean, my only concern is for, for example, the scrapbook for mm-hmm. your kid. I mean, I don't know. My daughter's one. She has no idea about Facebook. When she does hit 13, is she going to be like, oh, my God, why are all these pictures of, on, <laughs> on the Internet of me already? You know? That's a good point. Is yeah. she going to be freaked out about it? And, and how do I – how can I manage that yeah. if yeah. they don't give me that That you know, is that absolutely a good point. And I don't know. I haven't really looked at the whole scrapbook thing anyway. Yeah. But I would think if you're going to post these photos, can you set privacy to like private? Like you know, only and, yourself? Yeah, only yourself and your until and your spouse yeah. until your daughter's of age. And it's like, hey, do you want so, these? Yeah. So that's the tricky thing is you have to tag the daughter in it. So technically you're tagging both the father and the mother because the daughter doesn't have an account. So that's where things get kind of hairy mm-hmm. because can everybody that's my friend see this picture now because I've been technically tagged in it? Yeah, so, it's a little weird. Yeah, and if it if it is, you would have to. I think you probably. I'd have to go look. I'd have to go yeah. look at it myself because you know my son's yeah. already got a Facebook account. But I think if you can set, you know, you post a picture. How long has your son had a Facebook account? A long time. Yeah, <laughs> I think since he was thirteen. I mean, he got it right when he could get it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to go back and look and see. I would think you could set, you can choose which which ones are private, and then hey, I'm going to tag somebody, but don't actually, you know, show on a stream that you've been tagged. It's a lot of maintenance, though, and it that's is, where it, people it are going to get caught. It you is know? a lot of maintenance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and speaking of all that, and just sort of tying it back to the the um, BitTorrent uh, browser, 
a lot of people in the comments of that article were talking about BitTorrent social networks where you're actually hosting the social network within the actual browser Bad instead of it, instead so of the social weird. network being centralized it's decentralized mm -hmm. into a bunch of different other computers so on that note i trust certain companies with my data like google and facebook because they provide me with a service and you know they have to make their money okay mm -hmm. cool you can serve me ads or whatever i don't want my personal data distributed amongst you know millions or thousands or hundreds of thousands or whatever BitTorrent, maelstrom computer hosts. I, I don't want yeah, that. What happens that if sounds your bad. If your banking data or passwords get compromised somehow and it's because this application has a memory leak that's now leaking into other applications in and out of and now you've got stuff that you don't want. Yeah, privacy now mm -hmm. is a paramount issue. Yeah. You know, so I, I don't know. I want to go back this weekend and drive indie cars. <laughs> I did dream I was driving fast all night. Oh, those things are so cool. I'm was telling it, you. Was it with like a puma or a tiger? Yeah. <laughs> Me and my tiger driving we have, fast. We need to sponsor an indie team. Do the safari. Yes, we do. Well, let's not commit to anything on the air, okay? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, it was, again, it was a great experience. So, okay, privacy. Sorry. We just keep getting distracted by indie cars. You guys. Jeez. We're just... See Suckers, one fast car going by. I know. It's all about the fast in. cars. But Will, Will does bring a, a good point in that there's not a lot of detriment that can happen from people seeing that, hey, I'm at an IndyCar race today, or here's a picture of me with my birthday cake, or mm -hmm. whatever. Right. Um, I think there was a, a example of an insurance. Who, who had that example? Mm. Oh, about the cigars. Yeah. Hey, I'm smoking cigars. Well, right. insurance company goes, well, you, you know. Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah, I mean, there's things that you could worry about, but yeah. there there could be, I mean, concerns about like checking in on Swarm. Like, I think mm -hmm. I brought up that if you check in on Swarm, that you're somewhere that's not home, then a potential robber knows that you're not mm -hmm. home, right. and they can go break into your house and they go, "Oh, I know that this person is an hour away from where they live, and yeah. they won't be back." Yeah, I'm gonna take my good time stealing all your electronics that you talk about in public but, on Twitter. But there you go. If yeah, I can, so, if point. I take my Robomo inside, oh, dude, and you can and control say, it and say, "Hey, you can attack Robo, Robomo." Do you, if you someone comes in here, just go yeah, after you just them and use chew an them up. Use an ift. Ift. You could use if an robber yeah, in exactly. house. <laughs> if robber in house, then mo. Then perfect. Mo, then mo over robber. Done. I don't know. Like I said, I, there's there's there's. Always things that can go wrong in life and social media that well could cause you problems, but it's a little simplified, don't you yeah, think? Yeah, but you have to. I mean, you have to <laughs> there's extra consideration. Detergent yeah, makes you smell, you know. Well, yeah, I never post that I'm on vacation, you know, and I certainly don't post business trips usually on Twitter because mm -hmm. my wife's home with the kids, right? So yeah. that's not cool. It's like inviting somebody there. I I don't know. I'm a little superstitious about it. That's yeah, fine. There are yeah. diff definitely a lot of different approaches to take to this. It's it's complicated. Mm -hmm. It it's is. Not, it? It's not as simple as just doing this or not doing this sometimes. Right. Well, and each social media outlet is so different, and there's so many different settings. It's Sometimes it's hard to keep up with it all. Oh, it definitely is. You could have your friend that's watching you on Facebook, and, you know, even even not, you, 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 know, you worry about the public who's yeah. like, you know, ooh, who in the public sees them somewhere. But then it's like, okay, well, my my friends, you know, how many how many friends or acquaintances that are friends on Facebook, but yet would do something nefarious to me? I think that most of my friends are on the up and up and wouldn't go rob me, but you never know. 
So you heard it here, folks. <laughs> Will thinks some of his friends on Facebook could be robbers. I'm just saying. You know, anyway. Oh, man. I'm one of your friends on Facebook, Will. Do you think that I'm going to come rob no, you? No, 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 no. Not you. I'm just saying. In general. In general. Uh, that's great. All right. A couple quick housekeeping items. Be sure to make some detergent this week. I, I'm gonna do I couldn't hold back. Yes. Yes, I just went there. As always, give us good rating on iTunes, five stars, or six or seven or eight if you manage to figure that out. That'd be great. Um, write us a good review. We'd appreciate it. We are on venue.com slash take the next turn or at venue on Twitter. Look for us there, and we will see you next week. Bye.